on skins a local mission a leather working shop all original pieces handcrafted for you jackets belts purses jewelry everything made out of leather you need your bicycle seat fixed you want it in cool leather under can do it you have a motorcycle that you want to fit out with side bags and cool stuff talk to under go to skinonskins.com that's s-k-i-n-o-n-s-k-i-n-s.com you just went to Folsom Street Fair these things just took over me just took over my whole body so I can't even see no more I'm calling my black woman a bitch I'm calling my people's all kinds of things that they're not I'm lost brother can you help me can you help me, brother, please? You see what we did? We lost the love. I'm talking about the love. The love of your mother. Hey, everybody. It's 6 o'clock. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. Yay. And uh, we have a bunch of comedians on the list tonight. Uh, pff, like, hardly any of them are here, which is weird, but... Uh, not surprising. Uh, so, yeah, we've got uh, four-minute sets. You'll hear the horn at three. Um, our first comedian, we're not going to give him notes because he's, like, perfect and amazing, but we'll let him work out his new material. And uh, we've got a pretty stacked list tonight, so it should be fun. Uh, if you know how the Joke Workshop works, we after four minutes, we give positive comments for four minutes, and then we move on to the next comic. After the first eight, it's just a regular open mic with just four minutes. Thanks for being here. Thanks for your money. If you ever want to donate, it's at Mutiny Radio on Venmo. Yay. All right. Your first comedian, everybody. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Ian Levy. Yay. The universe is not completed without the sun. Okay. Here we go. Here are my jokes. Um, I uh, I was playing. Uh, uh, I've been playing poker with a, a friend of mine recently, and my friend, I beat him uh, every time we play poker. I win uh, because my friend he has a tell, uh, but this tell it only comes out whenever he's been drinking a lot. Uh, but what it is is whenever he's been drinking a lot, he will tell me what cards he has. That is his. He will just completely like you're never gonna see this queen in a three coming. And I was like, you might be surprised. So we'll see about that. I don't. He just completely fucked up. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm cleaning house with him. I don't know how he hasn't learned to the point that I keep my mind focused. I, I bring non-alcoholic beer to poker night. That's how I you know I I feel like this should should be a scam. The closest thing I've ever experienced to this is uh, I once. State. I was when I was uh, I was staying in India for a while with a group of uh, people, and they all smoke cigarettes, and we play basketball every day. Uh, and I dominated completely. The only time I've ever been good at basketball because they couldn't. I don't know about you, but every time, every two minutes, they would have to take a coughing break. And so, okay, they're yeah, very silly. Um, I've always had a very uh, honest dad. I remember my dad has always been very honest. I remember when my parents are splitting up, he told me, he's like, hey, I want you to know this divorce is not your fault, okay? It's your brother's. And I was like, oh, good to know. Okay, yeah. My, my parents' marriage uh, was a lot like a, uh, a brand new rug, uh, easily ruined by a child. So, uh, it's, uh, it's, okay. Is it funny when I say carpet? Probably. Okay. Um, 
politically, uh, I'm very I'm very biased. Where I think everyone who's part of my uh, political party is good, and everyone who's not is bad, and that's just that's how I how I see it. It doesn't even matter what they do, really. It is completely removed. For, it just all depends on the little letter by their name. They could do anything. I could be like, oh, so it could be like, it, like a new scandal comes out about a senator, and I'll be like, hey, that's disgusting what that senator did to that goat. You know, and then someone will be like, "Oh, actually, that guy is a uh, part of your political party." And I'll be like, "Hey, love is love, okay? You know, we gotta we gotta come together. You know, I, I don't don't be too quick to judge." So, it's, okay, maybe that's just me. But um, a lot of people uh, talk about um, the power of comedy, the power of uh, wit and intellect. And I recently learned an interesting story of ancient times that kind of shows the power of comedy. Of uh, this is in, in I was learning recently that uh, during the height of the the Roman Republic, uh, there's this general who wanted to invade Athens, uh, and it, it was a, a pinnacle of because you know Rome was very much about military power, strength, and swords and fighting, and Athens is where the great philosophers, you know Plato, Socrates, they all came from. They they put more emphasis on like thought and words and stuff like that. So apparently what happened is this general, uh, this Roman general, lined up his, his, his hordes of Roman soldiers, his legions, out front of Athens. Uh, and in Athens, the leader of Athens, uh, instead of preparing an army, uh, what he did was he wrote rude songs about the Roman general uh, and would ye yell insinuating things at saying he, he would insinuate that he had slept with the Roman general's wife. Uh, and apparently, uh, the history book said this, it included rude hand gestures. So he was just going like this. Um, and, you know, it, it seems in, insane, uh, but through through their wit and cunning, the, the Roman general was so insulted that they decided not to attack, which is pretty crazy, right? As I'm, I'm joking. That didn't happen. They stormed everywhere and killed everyone. So as the, everyone died, it turns out you can't just insinuate a guy with a sword, his wife is a whore. It's not a good military strategy. Pretty much, if you're trying to do comedy to change the world, you're fucked, okay? I don't know. It's not going to do anything. So, uh, you know, go get a get a Kalashnikov and go fight with the Ukraine or something if you want to. Okay, there we go. Um, did I have anything else? I'll, I'll end on this. Um, I, I was talking to someone recently about the Catholic Church. And they were telling me that uh, so you can't get upset with the Catholic Church because the problem isn't the institution. It's just bad people who are part of the institution, right? Like the problem isn't the actual institution. Uh, and I was just like, what the fuck is an institution then? If not just a group of people, isn't it just a group of people? That's what I thought it was, was the whole, is the bad people. That's like saying, hey, you know, the problem isn't with the Nazis, okay? There's just some bad actors in the, okay, maybe, uh, okay. We'll see if there's anything there later. Okay, that's been all my time. I've been Ian Levy. Yay. Ian Levy, everyone. Hooray. I'm so glad you have a Socrates joke, because I have a Socrates joke, and that means that I'm on the right track. Uh, your next comedian uh, super funny. We're going to take limited notes for him in that you have to have something really important to say or we're going to kind of let him ask the question at the end. Okay, put your hands together, everybody, for Dan Lewis. Yay! Oh, limited questions. Wow. Choose wisely, my friends. Yeah. Ian talked about gambling. I never been much of a gambler. I don't like doing it because just like they say the house always wins, right? It's always stacked against you. Yeah, it's only one game that I'll play just because the odds are in your favor. That, that's Russian roulette. 
I like that one. Five out of six. You can't beat those odds, you guys. Double down sometimes. I double down. Uh, just thought that. Ah. Uh, so I saw a sign the other day on a post in Berkeley for a missing parrot. Had a picture of a par- had a picture of the parrot, and then it said its name Zeke. Like, does it really answer to its name? If you go Zeke, does it go? Oh yeah, that's is that my name? I, I wanted to get back to my tiny little cage. I'm sorry, that's not a missing parrot. That's a parrot just out in the world, being a bird. It's just like little kids, like. If it's stuck in a house, in some asshole's house, in a little cage, that's the missing parrot. That's the one that's missing. Um, (laughs) There should be no missing parrot sign. It should say, escaped parrot. Be on the lookout for a colorful parrot living its best life. Answers to no one. Uh, uh, I was talking to a... Speaking of animals, I talked to a cousin of mine who was in, in Tennessee who raises, you know, cows and stuff, right? And he's like, that's a bull, that's a bull, that's a steer. And I was like, wait a minute, what's the difference between a bull and a steer? And he's like, oh, a bull uh, is an, an uncastrated steer. How's that for a word that shouldn't exist? Uncastrated. That normalizes castration a little bit too much for me, don't you think? Like, there's no word unbeheaded. He's an unbeheaded man. We do have uncircumcised, I suppose. Uh, but we, I don't even think we should use that one. We should just say European. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what else? So I saw that, the, that the, uh, the magazine High Times is still in circulation. But half the magazines in the last 20 years have, have, have ended circulation. But High Times is still going strong. I'm wondering, who is buying High Times? You don't see it at the dentist office. But it's this magazine that's out there still for some reason. There's all kinds of free pictures of weed on the internet. You don't need to get a magazine for it. You know, if I, that being said, if, I, if I'm a parent, you know, and I find a copy of High Times in my, in my kid's backpack, I'd just be happy that he's, he's uh, consuming print media, you know? Because it's a, it's a well-known gateway to better reading. Harder, harder reading, I should say. Harder reading. Um, bought some condoms the other day. Got a bunch of different ones. Got the uh, magnums, got the mediums, got the smalls. I base it on the size of the vagina, actually. That's how I do it. I'm like a goldfish, you know what I mean? I just ch- I go to the size of the habitat. Uh, it's up to you, ladies. Not that there's any ladies here. <laughs> and that's probably a good thing, actually, uh, for that particular joke. Uh, <laughs> um, I was going to mention this one again. Um, no, I, no, no. Okay. A lot of people, uh, people talk about having the simultaneous orgasm. That's like one of the most romantic things that can happen. You know, and I, it's, that's pretty tricky to pull off, though, when you're having sex with a woman, trying to both have an orgasm at the same time. I've only pulled it off a couple times in my life. Actually, if you count simultaneous orgasm, if you count self-pleasure while watching internet porn, I've pulled it off hundreds of times. Uh, but it's always at the same time as a guy, so it's not uh, it's not that great. Um, yeah, that one's too long. Okay, th- that's it. Thanks, you guys. Thank you, Dan Lewis. Everyone, yay! Thanks, guys. Uh, here, wait. I have a I have a I have a tag for you. Um, after the circumcision, you should just cut it down. And say we should just say beheaded. 
instead of first oh, circumcised because okay. it's a callback and then you're beheading and it's like a double entendre kind of okay if you thought about that yeah that's good and then um i thought that harder reading was really funny because then it would it would segue into your porn in the woods joke so i liked that oh yeah and then um you didn't even do it was a punchline but you didn't even know it. you said pulled it off and that's like jerking off is like pulling it off and you were just oh. like i pulled it off okay. i don't know if you even just take a pause and look at people they'll probably okay. laugh at you okay On the back of milk cartons. How do you even know about that? You're too young to know about it. They don't do that anymore, do they? Put kids in the back? No, I don't know. I don't know. That's a, Yeah. No, that's a good, that's a good reference. Thanks. Um, uh, I, I think, you, yeah, you could just kind of just, just follow what, what Pam was saying. I think you could come up with something better than European for the uncircumcised. Yeah. What do you think of a whole hog? Uh, <laughs> that's just my whole just, hogs good. Yeah, yeah. whole hogs positive. Just, yeah, or just some, something uh, something <laughs> more gross and descriptive. Yeah, I couldn't but, think of anything really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I know because creatively you're bankrupt. But uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm joking. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, I am. But, I am. but, but no, yeah, it, it was it's a it's a good idea. I like I really like the idea. Right. Okay. Thanks. Right. Thanks, Dan. Thank Answer, you guys. Yay, Dan Lewis. Yay. <laughs> and speaking of whole hogs, Scotto, get get some ribs, Scotto. They're on that table. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, there's paper towel in the bathroom if you need paper towel. Um, there's uh, ribs, people, if you want to have a rib to share with everybody. That's lovely. And uh, we're going to take notes and pay attention. Hey, everybody, your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody. It's Jared Cena. Observe the stats. All right, how's everybody doing tonight? Woo! Okay. All right. Um, so recently, I'm starting to come to terms with the fact that not everybody is going to like me. And that sucks because, you know, I'm a huge people pleaser, you know? I want to be everyone's friend. But, you know, that's just not going to happen. I'm not everybody's cup of tea, and that's okay. Because, you know, naturally, I'm just, like, loud... Uh, a little uh, energetic and, you know, a little passive-aggressive. And, you know, other people are naturally inclined to be pussies, you know? Little fucking pussies. Pussies. Like, like I, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Like, I'm trying to be, like, less aggressive, you know, don't talk too, too loud and chill with the hand movements, but I can't, like... This is who I am, like an angry little fucking ball of anger issues and 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 fucking you you guys get it, you know? I'm I'm uh, I, I I can't change I can't please everybody, you know? Um uh what was I going to say? Uh to be honest, I don't really like to uh I don't really like to look at look inwards towards myself, like have any self-reflection at all. I just like to think that if someone doesn't like me, I just think that they're a racist. You know, no evidence whatsoever. I just go straight to the race card, all right? I'm a fucking social justice warrior, guys, all right? All right? If you, if you don't dress someone by the right pronouns, fuck you. You're a piece of shit. I have like 20 different burner accounts 
online just arguing about this stuff. Um, yeah, I just like to think everybody's racist. I mean, you know, people don't really like dark. Um, dark as fuck. Asians don't really like dark. <laughs> I mean, uh, there wasn't a single dark Asian in Crazy Rich Asian. All right. All right. Um, I mean, look at Indians. Like, they're the people that have been in Asia the longest. Yet, yet I find it suspicious that the darkest people in Asia are barely even considered Asian. Like, I was on the phone with my buddy the other day, and he was like, what, Indians are Asian? Like, yes, motherfucker. All right, like, they, they export the world's most rice. Uh, they ha a ton of fucking Indian people are, are good in math, and their parents beat the shit out of them. Like, that, that, that's pretty Asian, right? Oh, my God, you guys are, you guys are white. You guys wouldn't know. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, but I deal with a lot of racism, like real racism. Uh, I recently got fired, so, uh, and I dealt with a boss who would talk to me in microaggressions. You know, she would be like, oh, Jared, stop talking like that. Oh, stop, why, why did you do this? Oh, why did you yell at that fucking 12-year-old? Oh, um, and apparently I'm not fit to be an English tutor anymore. Honestly, dude, fuck kids. I should have yelled at him louder. All right? Just because he's a younger than me, I'm supposed to be the bigger person. First off, most children are already fucking bigger than me. I'll just end with that. Ugh. Thank you, everybody. Jared Cena, everyone. Jared Cena. Um, when you went on to the dark stuff, I was like dark what so you didn't say dark skin and i thought oh there's an opportunity there to say a couple things that people don't like that are dark like i don't know dark meat or dark skin i'm trying to think of dark a few examples i don't know because i didn't know that you were talking about dark asians until three sentences in and i was like i i was just confused okay um and you're 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 the you're the tiniest warrior um beat the no, that's nice. But you said beat the shit out of... I didn't know that Asians beat the shit out of their children. So I wanted a little context, like a story or a something. Just because I've never heard that. It's not my... I mean, my experience, yes. I was... I mean, I mean, a belt wasn't a big deal. But I don't know how Asians beat their children. Um, right? I, I So I would... that That's all. I would just... Because it kind of came out of nowhere for me where I was like, Oh, do, is that... That's a common thing? Uh, okay, so those are did other people comments. There's open microphones. There's one on the stage. There's. Um, I think that to expand upon what Pam was saying, I think if you brought in something like the example of like the Tiger Mom, which is a well-known reference, if you're talking about beating your children in Asian culture, then you could kind of compare and contrast that. That would be an easy way to give context, I think. And yeah, and I think that. Just from what I caught, there was, it seemed a little scattershot as far as sort of where your brain was at. So I think having like figuring out sort of a cohesive, well, and this is just my own personal sort of way of writing is that having like a, a cohesive narrative through it or some sort of through line would be helpful in driving your point home. Okay. What's up? Hey, you said you had a bunch of burner accounts. You should make yourself so angry that your burner accounts fight with each other 
you're just like you're just <laughs> putting you know what i mean because that would really up your anger angry persona thank you that that's funny there was there was a poet named fernando pessoa in the turn of the century and he wrote d in different personalities and they fought with each other so that's very funny i like the whole idea of anger issues as a topic that you can do a whole um through line through for your whole set because it it picks up on all the things that the family issues about beating the children the anger issues about losing the job and why you could do a whole thing on all that and just explore and develop it, go delve into it yeah thank you okay. you're welcome anybody other uh, comments are we good all right. All right. Clap your hands together, everybody. Jared Cena. Your next comedian. I have not seen him around in a long time. I hope nothing like tragic happened in his life. He just—he's been gone. And I was like, what happened? To your next comedian, everybody, put your hands together for Aaron Sampson. Yeah. Woo! Thank you, Pam. Good to be back. Cause I was at a bar and. uh just true story this girl comes up to me and she says i'm really into your nose and i'm like whoa okay i'm like play this out but then i start getting nervous you know like what if my nose isn't able to perform I start doing nostril kegels in the bar sniffing flonase like it's viagra like got this <laughs> i uh i did take her home we did do nasal and she was really into my nose, so she really was. She is my wife now, so that's good. Um, been married for uh, nearly 15 years. Anyone married here besides me? No, yeah, good. Okay, we got one guy. That's new for this place. <laughs> um, my wife, she asked me to pick up a nice piece of salmon the other day, and so I went to Whole Foods, I got a piece of salmon, I brought it home, and she says, is it a nice one? And I'm like, I don't know its personality, honey. Like, it may be an asshole salmon for all I know. Swimming upstream, giving the middle scale to all the other fish. Slapping bears in the face. Selling his sister's caviar for eggs. She's like, now you're just being fresh. And I'm like, okay, so you want nice salmon, but not a fresh one. Okay, thank you, thank you. I, 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 did, I did ask her that day. I said, honey, we should get a TV for the bedroom. She said, no, we don't want to get a TV for the bedroom because then we're going to want to watch TV in the bedroom. And I'm like, don't you want to watch TV in a room that you want to watch in, honey? She says, no, 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 no. The bedroom is only supposed to be for sleep or sex. And I said, okay, let's have sex then. She said, okay, get a TV in the bedroom. And so we did. So we got one. I, I don't want to mislead. We do have a healthy sex life. So I'm going to be transparent. My wife and I average one time a week, which for 15 years of marriage, that's pretty fucking good, you youngsters. That's really good. You know, with, when you're married, I got three kids. It's different, okay? You got to schedule it. You make it a priority. You know, it's like going to the gym, you know? You're even using the equipment. When you're single, it's different, you know? It's spontaneous. One second you're making out with a girl, the next you're getting an abortion. It's just like different, different life situation. I remember when I was, you know, with partners, I'd always be really concerned about turning them on. 
now I'm concerned about turning on the TV. I'm just like, get this new TV. Not so much. But uh, in the morning, I don't know if you could still do this. I'd fake having an appointment so I could leave before breakfast. Now, when you're married, you fake being asleep so that your wife makes breakfast for you. Hey! No. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. But the biggest difference between single sex and married sex, I'll end on this, guys. With single sex, after you, you know, make love to a lady or a man for the first time, what do you do the next day? You call your friends, right? Oh my God, we got a few drinks down. She's on my list. I used to keep a list. You know, when you get to a certain threshold, you have a list. But when you're married, you don't keep the list anymore. And you don't call your friends the next day. And if you did, it would be something like this. We got the kids down and we checked it off the list. It was special. It was really special. Thank you so much. That's my dime. Aaron Sampson. Brad. Um, you're such a um, you're such a, like a, a cheesy dad with your jokes, and it's great. No, it's great. I feel like there's like no. I think that I think that there's a certain audience for you, and it's perfect. It's like you're cleanish, and you're like this dad. I feel like you're like there's like a market for you as like a comedic like that kind of thing. Like it's just you're just like clean and fun. The only thing I can think of is with turning on, there's got to be funnier things. Turning on the baby monitor, turning on a vibrator, turning on, like, make a list of things that you can turn on and you'll find some things that'll be, because I think that that can be good and can go farther. Okay. But other than that, um, entertaining. Thank you. People, comments, anybody? So, there you go. This is very minor, but instead of middle, middle, scale i would suggest say middle flipper so middle flipper okay. yeah because yeah, yeah, yeah. so That's very right. very tiny thank you this isn't really i don't know if this is really in the spirit of your joke but uh you, you mentioned the list and i thought it's something it'd be funny if the list turned out to be every single time but people don't know that yet so like what's your wife's name Rebecca. Rebecca. So you could say something like, oh, you know, I used to have a list. It'd be like, Alice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Christine. Blah, blah, blah. Then you'd be like, now it's, you know, it's Alice, Christine, Rebecca, 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 like that. I don't know. That's, anyway. <laughs> but I, that wasn't really what you were talking about, though, no, so I don't I know like if I'll help it. I like that. I like that <laughs> well, he's perfect. Clap your hands wildly, everybody, for Aaron Sampson. Yay! All right. Keep your notepads handy. Keep being awesome and paying attention. Your next comedian, everybody, Newman, shake! Yay! We're here, guys. Uh... I am going to cheat on my girlfriend. Uh, yeah, I don't have a girlfriend, but as soon as I get one, oh boy. I've been thinking a lot about uh, cheating on this girlfriend I don't have, and uh, I realized I'm only going to cheat on this girlfriend for the right reasons, you know? Like, if my girlfriend thinks I'm cheating on her and I'm not, then I'm going to cheat on her. Because, like, I heard you got to validate people's feelings. Is that... Okay. It's Monday. Um... I, I don't know. I, I think I'd be a great boyfriend. I would. I think I would be a great boyfriend because I worked in customer service. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know how it's like to like, I know how to pretend to give a shit about things I don't care about. You know, that's, I feel like that's important. I feel like being suicidal is a plus on the dating scene right now. 
Because most people are looking for like short-term things. And I feel like... Okay, that, I said that to my roommate last night, so that's... I don't even know what that is. Um, I don't, I don't care about global warming anymore. I really don't. Like, I... I believe in global warming. It's just that, like, the whole thing about global warming is you got to save the earth for the kids. I'm like, who is still having kids right now? You know what I mean? Like, I'm 21 right now. All, all my friends, they're, they're not in the position to have kids. They have, like, eight roommates and are addicted to Xanax. So even my kids, even my friends who are having kids, they're not raising winners. You know what I mean? They're raising Wendy's employees. So <laughs> and I think a big reason I lost hope is uh, I went to public school. And yeah, I don't know. Public school is kind of crazy. Like people were bringing bottles of whiskey at 7 a.m. to school. And I was like, "What are you pre-gaming for? Geometry? Like, what the fuck is going on?" I know. I think um, astrology is getting out of hand right now. Like my friend, she got a DUI recently, and she's like, "I'm just an Aries." And I was like, "No, you're an alcoholic. Like, I don't know what sign that is. It's not a good one." I think we're getting to a point where like astrology is going to be used like a legal defense. You know, like there are going to be people in court. Like, you know what? My client killed eight people. But he's a Virgo. The victims were all Tauruses. That's just what happens. I wonder what like Ted Bundy's horoscopes were like. Where it's like, was he getting those messages like, "You're gonna meet a lot. Of, you're gonna meet a lot of new people this year, but don't get too attached." You know. I think that's all I want to try today. So I'm gonna give the rest of the time back to her. New man, everyone. Okay, first, clear this up for me. Is it shake? Is it shock? Please. It's shake. It's shake. Like, okay, good. <sighs> Thank you. All right. Um, you've got, I think that you've got a lot of really good jokes that you just have to change the wording a little bit and take a couple words out. Like, for example, short term, I take off the word things. Like, you had the punchline, but you added the word things to the end of it, and then it was like, it would have just, some of your stuff, it, it's it, oh, it's going to hit. Just like the same thing with cut, cut out all of it, and it's just, you're pre-gaming for geometry instead of like asking yourself a question and then answering it, just ask it all as the same joke. Do you see? Cause, and I think if you consolidate your language, you're because you have a bunch of punchlines in there, but they're just not like featured. If that makes sense. Like there's extra words around them that are like marshmallows that are messing it up. So take out the marshmallows, just the hot chocolate. Ooh, you're like little hot chocolate. <laughs> okay. I'm done talking. <laughs> Other comments? Where are you getting my? I, w I would consider uh, just changing. Uh, I mean, it might just be because you're trying out stuff, so you might not have really thought about the order of stuff. But if you're doing the um, saying you're going to be make a great boyfriend, uh, I wouldn't open up with I'm going to cheat on my hypothetical girlfriend. Okay. Like even if you just switch the order, I think that's because then you say good and they're like oh, I'm only going to cheat for the right reasons or whatever. Um, so I think it's yeah. I mean, it's, it's a small thing, but other than that, yeah. And also, uh, I would. Uh, Potentially just try, again, because you're probably trying new stuff, so it's not really uh, the way you're normally going to do it. But I would try slowing down a little bit because right. sometimes it was just a little, uh, like you have so many punchlines and stuff. It was, I think some of it would have landed better if, if people just had a second to to think about what you were actually saying. 
but um other than that i hated everything so uh, no, 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 no 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 it was it was it was good I'm, I'm um how did you phrase the customer service line Okay. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, I think like you could also play that into like the, um, oh man, just was it? Because I, I feel like that could also play into the cheating thing a little bit. I, you know, I'm not exactly sure of a, no, but anyway. Um, so, yeah, I'll, if I fucking think of it, I had it, but it's gone. Sorry. It was non helpful at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the other thing, too, this is a random fact I know is that uh, an overwhelming amount of serial killers are actually Virgos, if you want to use that <laughs> information okay, uh, for your joke. Yeah. 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 So. I love that he does um i think to expand upon what he was saying with the customer service stuff like you could really delve into that because especially nowadays with people going ballistic on like customer service people mm -hmm. like there's you could get into like abusive girlfriends all that and being like just able to take it or whatever um and then with the horoscope stuff i would say check those like relationships and make sure I don't know if you've done this already, but make sure that like Tauruses actually hate Virgos or whatever it is, because people who are really into horoscopes, if you get it right, they'll think it's even that much funnier. If there's like notoriously like, oh, they don't get along or whatever, they're an air sign, they're a water sign, that kind of thing. So, yeah, don't get called out by some white woman in the audience. It's yeah. um, <laughs> gonna be embarrassing, you know. Uh, Karen and her crystals. Yeah. Anyway, uh, real quick, I think with the customer service, I think. Uh, Hiller's right. A lot of potential there. I think definitely potential for even an act out because like we all have been through the customer service like rigmarole. Like you can map on like a conversation with your girlfriend into that exact same format. You know, like oh, if you're satisfied, press six or you know whatever. <laughs> I, that's a dumb example, but you know, there's plenty of opportunities there. I think. Go ahead. Yeah, there's plenty of time. I could you, you could just throw in the entire court process. It's just like, oh, he's my client's a the Taurus. Gonna be like, hopefully we got a judge who's an Aquarius. I mean, so it'd be easier on you, you know. And then uh, the other thing I th thought of was the whiskey. Just be like, uh, you know, uh, you have fourteen aged fourteen year old whiskey, and you're thirteen. So that seems weird. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But anyway, thank. <laughs> Put your hands together, everybody, for Newman Jenkins. <laughs> Now I know how to pronounce his last name. All right. Uh, your next comedian, uh, She's she's been with us for like a month now and has a hot four minutes. Let's see if she brings something new or what she's going to what she's gonna do. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Hillary Lanham. Yay! Hi, guys. If I could just make a comment before I start, I'm really trying to work on punchline and delivery. So if anybody especially has comments about that, I would appreciate it. Okay, so... These are two non sequitur jokes. The first one is that, um, so I have this very weird thing about my pubic hair where basically it is straight. I think this makes me really special and maybe it doesn't because all Asians might have straight pubic hair. But what I think actually makes it special is the fact that it has a cowlick, which is a very odd term to begin with, but then to be using it while talking about your private parts is seems especially awkward, but it basically all grows into a single point. And so if it goes unchecked, it has this growth pattern and a hairstyle similar to alfalfa from the little rascals. So I basically get this little <laughs> horn of hair for lack of a better word growing out of my crotch. But the thing actually, that's the most like a, unusual about it is that 
when um when a man's down there you know going going to town i don't know that's not the right word but anyway you know what i mean um the that whore that hair horn basically smushes up against his upper lip and then it looks like he has a little mustache and so what do you think that looks like from my perspective when he's down there and that hair is there i mean i think you can all figure he looks like hitler i mean he basically looks like hitler eating me out and I mean, call me weird, but I personally don't think Hitler is that sexy, right? So I was like, I got to do something about this. And what I decided to do was just to change my perspective on it. I was like, you know what? That's not Hitler. That's Charlie Chaplin. And because of the fact that, you know, he's not he's not saying much anything anyway while he's down there. And then also the bowler hat really helped complete the look. So, um, okay, so that's joke one. And then joke two is basically um, I have a dog who she's a great dog she's uh a 90 pound or no sorry she's a nine-year-old 70 pound pit bull she's very chill except for when she eats poop off the ground and it's only a specific kind of poop it's uh human poop which is the grossest of them all and it's humans who have been doing meth so when she eats meth poop she gets real crazy and gets this crazy burst of energy right and so i um am worried now that my drug is a dog or my drug my dog is a drug addict because like after she did that she she got this crazy burst of energy and then i came home and she's like all strung out and i was like looked at her and i was like oh you definitely eat meth poop because i recognize that look sister i've been there myself but then um but then now every time I take her out, she like makes a beeline for that same bush. She's like, I can tell she's trying to score. And you know what? I'm worried that I'm going to find her down in the tenderloin turning tricks for, for drugs. You know, she's going to be sitting. She's going to be rolling over and playing dead. You know, my hope is just that Caesar Milan has a rehab like dog training course that I can put her in so that, you know, we can take care of this because she's she's going down the wrong path, folks. So that's it. By the passing trains, this can't Hillary Lanner! Yay! Uh, yay! Um, I've I've heard your uh, pubic hair one before, and I would just I would just get to it. My pubic hair is special. It's straight. It has a cowlick. Terrible word. And then from there, you're all good. And then uh, just a fresh little punchline: when he's down there, he's chewing cud. Oh, so you can get the yeah, yeah, trying to get the cow image, thing back in there just for funsies. Yep. I mean, it's yeah, but that yeah. was it. I loved. I mean, and I like the new Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, because I didn't want to say that I had a Nazi fetish. Right. Yeah, it's hard, that right? Because really you're like, ah, uh, yeah, it's, right well, with me. Nazi jokes, you know? Yeah, uh, you gotta you gotta do them just right. I was I, I was actually gonna talk about the the Chaplin thing where you could be like instead of saying like the bowler hat thing, you could be like. Uh, and he's like really quiet down there, but I also do wish he brought a bigger cane. Oh, oh that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Or, yeah, I don't know. yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, uh, for the uh, try, I I am actually gonna defend the the bowler hat. I like I like that you said the bowler hat. Um, I might change it to make it a bit more of a surprise instead of just saying you you change your perspective and think of him as Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. To make it more of a reveal to the eyes, you could say, so I just put a bowler hat on them, turning mm. him into Charlie Chaplin. Got if it. that makes sense. Instead of that Nazi SS hat he was yeah. wearing. It, but, yeah. And, <laughs> um, and then uh, as, as for uh, 
the delivery stuff, I would just, I would recommend, I mean, this is some advice someone gave me when I first started out and it goes for, for pretty much all comics is like, however fast you're going, just slow down. Yeah. And, and then however slow you're going, it's going to feel too slow and you're still going too fast. Really? So okay. that is, yeah, I think that's kind of, and it's, it's not just, it's just everyone, everyone talks fast. Yeah. Um, and uh, so it's just something just to consider because some of it was like a lot of information kind of coming at people. Right, right. And then one last bit of advice, because I do think you could make the that whole joke a lot shorter. Okay. So I would consider just, just maybe writing it out and just seeing everything that, if, if it's not either building to the setup of the Charlie Chaplin thing, or mm-hmm. I think you can just cut it all. Because I, I think you could even get down to just say, I have straight pubic hair. So when people, you know, go down on me, they look like Adolf Hitler. Or, you know, yeah, like, I yeah. think you could make that almost into like three lines. Joke. Right. So it's just something to consider trying. Yeah, but, I left out a tag there about like bamboo forest versus a bush. But anyway. Yeah, that's, that, like, that's, what, that's but okay. Yeah, but that's, it's, just, that's, it's just to, because I felt like it took a lot of setup to get okay. to the the payoff. And I think you can, um, it's it's a funny idea. Cons- it, it can totally work Condense as a joke. it, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it can also. I have a problem being concise. Oh, no, that's, <laughs> that's okay. I'm very verbose. Thank you. What other comments? Yeah, I just like other to talk. comments. You just started out, so you don't know what the fuck you're <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust. I don't trust you, Aj. He's the nicest. He's the nicest. Me. Everybody clap. Like he doesn't get enough attention. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Hillary! Yay! Hillary, moving on in the joke workshop. All right. Um, I'm super excited for your next comedian, as I always am. Uh, they're they're going to be leaving us, going all the way to New Orleans for a for a festival. That's right, the Lisa Strata Festival, and she's in the first year, and she's part of it, and she's so funny. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Lauren Kraut! Yay! Thank you, thank you, Pam. Okay, I have a bunch of um, ideas and stuff. Let's see if I can get through them. I'm a pretty anxious person. You might not know it to look at me, but right out inside my head, I'm going to run out that door. It's inviting the idea of running out there, but the only thing that's keeping me from doing that is that I have to get closer to you to get away from you. <laughs> so I'm going to stay up here and um, tough it out. So online dating is weird. Okay. (laughs) I say stuff a lot. Stuff to do, more stuff, stupid stuff. It's like an all-purpose word. Just like thing. Is, um, where's the thing? Pass me that thing. Not a damn thing. And, uh, the one I hate is here's the thing. Because it's just, if you think about it, it's just like, here's what thing? So I propose that you say, here's the stuff, and see how that works out. Here's the stuff. I never buy potato chips. As a devout anorexic, I never have them on the menu. I haven't trained myself to not eat or want them. So it's like, no, don't go near the potato chips, Lauren. Stay, stay, good girl. I like potatoes in almost any form. Um, Scallops, fried, hash browns, what else is there? Boiled, baked. But I draw the line of potato chips. 
because when I see them, I just see empty calories and salt. If I'm going to break my cal caloric intake, I'd much rather have chocolate or the occasional blowjob. <laughs> Thank you. But I gave in and I bought them the other day. I bought a bag I, and I looked forward to it too and I, I planned it out and I went and got it. I I'm paid for it, took it home, opened it up, reached in, had that first chip, crunch, all the crunchiness, love it. And I used restraint too, you've been proud of me. I only ate what everything, only ate what would fit in this little tiny bowl. Of course, I filled, filled the bowl 57 times, but <laughs> in my mind, I was only eating that little bit. Uh, there's more to this. Um, hold on. Oh, fuck it. All right, I can't remember. That's a long joke, but I can't never remember that. Um, nobody likes waiting. Waiting sucks. There's um, waiting in line waiting. Um, there's... Uh, Waiting to have a baby waiting, that's fucking forever, thank you. And there's the waiting for the other shoe to drop waiting. And this one doesn't have a punchline. So we're, we're waiting for that. Uh, why do we have pot bellies? Are they God's tr joke on us when we turn 50? Here you go, here's a, here's a pot belly for you, you hit middle age. Here, just hold this for now on. No, a little lower. Which made me think God has been around for ages. God must have a pot belly. And I don't know about you, but I quite like the idea of God running around with a little tummy. Can you just see him tripping down the aisle at the grocery aisles? Where do they keep the pickles? I don't know, but if God were all buff and knew his way around Costco, I don't think I could believe. He's more approachable this way. Oh shit, that's all I can remember. All right, thank you very much, thank you. Lauren Crow, yay! Woo, woo! Oh, all right, we got comments already. Sweet. Oh, I was just gonna say, I think when you talk about God having a pot belly, you could totally circle back to the potato chip oh. line of thought because where he's looking for potato chips or he can't not eat them or you know. Yeah, maybe he's in Costco for potato chips. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love here's the stuff, and um. I would, the only thing is, I think if you made a potato thing, like all the potatoes, like you did with the time thing and memorized it, because I love that thing you do with time. We do it all the time. That whole thing that you have all memorized and you're just like, blah, 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 blah. I feel like there's another opportunity with potatoes because there's. With all the types of potatoes. All the types of, yeah, with all of the dishes, like, because you started, you were like scalloped, fried, the, you could just, you could have like a little 30 second thing memorized that just goes, boo, 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 boo. Yeah, Matt, because, because you do that already, and I love it when you do that. Uh, okay, cool. Those are my comments. Thank uh, you. Yeah, just, just one more type of wait, waiting tables is another one you could add. Um, that was all I had. But <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> is there other, other comments? Like, we could say awesome things. You, or you could just clap. It looks like everyone just wants to right. clap wildly. Thank you. Everybody clap wildly for Lauren Grout. Yay! All right. Uh, your next comedian. Funny young man. Excited to see him every time I do. Clap your hands together for Ian Langlands. Yay! All over the planet Earth. Yay! 
Thank you. Um, I like living in San Francisco. I'm from Pacifica originally. I love living here. Thank you. I love living here because it's very progressive. You, we all know this. It's a very progressive city, and, and, I, and the progressiveness is finally rubbing off on me. And I honestly think I'm the most progressive white man in San Francisco. Like, all you other bitches don't stand a chance. Um, this is how progressive I am. I'll be in my car, and I will see a black man walking down the street towards me, and I will unlock the car, okay? I want him to feel safe. I'll be like, get in here, take what you want. Take the car, honestly, reparations, you know? <laughs> take the whole thing. That's how progressive I am. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm also very boring. This is not connected, but I'm very boring. I don't really have a lot. There's nothing really interesting about me, okay? I'm a tall, straight, white guy. Not bragging, tall, straight, white guy. I got no real health issues, no economic problems, nothing. And it, it's getting to me a little bit because I just want to be interesting, just a little bit, just something cool. Like every, this is how bad it is. When every time I go to the doctor, <laughs> there's this little dark part of me that's like, just diagnose me with something, you know? Give me something, nothing life-threatening, but something that you know will give me character development, you know, like jaundice or something. Is that life-threatening? I don't know, but I'll take that one. It is life-threatening. Okay, well then, we'll have to change. Scurvy? Is that still around? I thought that was made up. I thought only pirates could get that. Lyme's disease. Lyme's disease. Uh, UTI. You can't get diagnosed with a UTI, can you? Um, I think tr trades and sports. Trades and sports are very interesting to me. It's just, as, it's just a crazy concept for me that you could just trade two human beings and they have no say in it. That's kind of incredible to me. Like in sports, it's wild. It's like you can change your life overnight. You know, one night you're partying in LA with a bunch of celebrities, and the next thing you know, you're in Orlando being suicidal at Disney World, you know? It's two completely different worlds. And I think, you know, I get it. It's like they get paid millions of dollars, but I feel like the impending threat of being traded to Oklahoma City makes the money okay, you know? You know what you do with a million dollars in Oklahoma City? You buy the nicest car you can, and you get the fuck out of there. That's what you do with a million dollars. God, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then uh, it's crazy, but you can also compare it to, like, what if that happened in real life? What if, our like, in real jobs we got traded? It, it kind of changes things a little bit. Like, what if you worked at Jack in the Box and you went into work one day and your boss is like, hey, buddy, uh, we traded you to an H&R block in Memphis. Uh, we got this fry cook prospect. He's really going to make our team a lot better. Uh, you better learn how to diversify a portfolio, though. That's, that's kind of what they need over there. Um, that was good, huh, guys? <laughs> I should have memorized this. Oh, yeah. And then also in sports, you can get traded for cash. Did you guys know that? You can get traded just straight up for cash. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm pretty sure the word for trading a human being for their physical attributes for money is called slavery. I think that's what that's called. You guys are just nodding like this is like a lecture. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it is. Okay, that's all I had. Thank you, everybody. Uh, to make the people believe Ian Langlands, everyone. Hooray! Uh, I like the, uh, the the trading joke is good. Um, I would change the... If someone... I think just the logic of the joke uh, doesn't quite make sense if someone gets traded from like a jack-in-the-box to like an H&R block. Yeah. Uh, I think it might... Maybe if it's just like another restaurant or something, mm -hmm. it might make like suddenly it's like a Benihana or something. So like hope you're good with knives or, okay. or, or you know, okay. something like 
It just has to be a bit closer yeah. to what like what a, a a football trade would be. Yeah, yeah. I was just I was yeah. I'm too married to the idea of just like being thrown into a completely different situation. Yeah, but then yeah. then it would be like a basketball player getting traded to a football team. Doesn't really. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, there's something in the internal logic that doesn't quite work. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah, a good yeah. idea. Yeah, just uh-huh. keep playing with it. Um, yeah, uh, I had something else, but I forgot what it was. I think in general, I just don't like your face. Yeah. Uh, so okay. if you could do something about that, that'd be great. Okay, do you suggest but, any specific? I'm uh, writing this yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, me- medical. Medical. Me- okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Co- completely uh, redo. Okay. No, that's. Uh, I think the. Uh, I like the. You want like an affliction, um, from from uh, a doctor. That I think that's good. I think you could also potentially expand that out to um, therapy also. Okay. Of just something like mentally, you know, if you're just like, is there any? If you go to a therapist and they're like, is there something like wrong with me that you could like explain? They're like, no, you just suck, and then okay, you know, okay. or, so, or something like that. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. like, you know, I don't know. Do you have any therapy issues? No, I, I have no. You don't therapy. No. Really? He's yeah. perfect. No, 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 no. It's like, I gotta go, dude. I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. Seems but, fun. Everybody but, keeps talking about but it. But I think, yeah, that, I think that joke. <laughs> it's wanting something wrong with you is a good idea. I think you just expand it out. Okay. A yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, just to expand on what he said, mm-hmm. like, I don't like your face either. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but I honestly do like that sports trade analogy, like with real jobs. Mm-hmm. But like he said, like, I don't think like that was like a fair enough comparison. Like, yeah. and I think you could play around with that. Like think about like other occupations, like other jobs, like, uh-huh. I don't know, like sex work or that could be good. I, I don't know. That'd be a that'd be a something fun thing. He's intimately familiar with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. My only comment is if you wanted to do a callback to you being like a really progressive man and being like when you talk about it being basically slavery, you could be like, and that doesn't sit right with me as like the most progressive man oh, okay. in San Francisco or yeah, something. That's good. That's good. You heard everyone laughing at that. I, yeah. I joke at the top that, that was, was amazing fun, yeah. with the unlocking your doors and all of that you're oh, perfect and wonderful and i only have happy wonderful things to say oh. about you oh right you critique yeah. me more pam Come yeah. on. <laughs> and i can't remember if this is like a thing but you could also i maybe could like build on that joke of the intro too where it's like try to give him my keys like i don't want that shitty car and okay. like, opens like a tesla he's like no yeah, fuck yeah. off what are you doing um, <laughs> i thought of one more thing for the the trade joke so you don't have to hold it it's <laughs> 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 fine if you want to but yeah 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 um you could also do like uh like if you're a shitty employee you and like multiple people could get traded okay hey we're trading you and and chase and eric for a real hot shot cash register okay you know okay 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 from a memphis you know something like right right right. okay cool there's like an all-star player coming in okay yeah oh were you not done no i wasn't done (laughs) (laughs) i I gotta go oh yeah what are you doing that's fine uh, oh yeah, and like no, the demotion idea is good. I'd like, or like, you get demoted to like a hot dog stand. That'd be kind of funny. Oh, okay, yeah, that'd be yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, no, what? Uh, what, I think uh, just for another little uh, fact to edify you too for the trade thing, like baseball's the best for that because like historically people have been traded for like coaches. Yeah, yeah, and then other thing too. I think the, there was a guy in the 1800s that was traded for like a bag of balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. No, he's like, fuck. Equipment. <laughs> Just get like get traded for like a mop or something, you know? Fucking. Like a fax machine. 
Okay. Clap cool. your hands together, everybody. Thank, thank you, everybody. Thank you. For Ian Langlands, yay! <laughs> Ian Langlands, he's my favorite. Okay. Um, so now we're just doing a four-minute open mic. We have time for everyone. And clap your hands together for your next comedian, everybody, the very funny Kelly Evans. You're so tall. It's funny that Ian doesn't like your face because Ian has a very similar face to you. So it's just, it's, I think it says a lot about Ian. Uh, anyway, just wanted to make Ian feel self-conscious about himself. That was really it. Um, thank you. I'm going to head out now. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, uh, I grew up in Texas, so you might know it's like a really religious place. Is there anybody else here from Texas? We have several people. No? Not here? Not now? All right. That's fine. Uh, anyway, it's like a, it's the Bible Belt, as they say. So my ex-girlfriend uh, from high school was uh, was very religious. And one day she actually like wanted to have a serious conversation with me. And she said, uh, she's like, I'm really worried because you don't believe in Jesus and you're going to burn in hell. And I was like, wow, that's a pretty intense way to start the conversation. Um, so I was like, but I do believe in Jesus. And I said that because I wanted to keep having sex, you know? So, and I just feel like the church has been going about things all wrong, you know? Because numbers are down. And if they just started fucking people, I feel like numbers would just send some hot tens into missionary work. And you'll get some people pretty quickly, you know? I'm just saying Islam's been doing it for years. And uh, just not virgins. We want people to fuck, essentially. Yeah? All right. That's new and sucks. Cool. Um, uh, I, uh, I'm always late to things. It's like, uh, it's a constant problem. Anybody else makes you guys late? Yeah. We, I feel like these are all late people. Make, where are my tardies at? Huh? Where? It's a, it's a word I'm trying to start. Like yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm branding it. We're branding it right here, right now. When they ask what happened years later, we'll say it started a mutiny radio. Right. Yeah. And you were here for it. Ian. so just, yeah. Anyway, um, so it was like a constant problem as a kid, and uh, my stepdad just couldn't stand it. And so uh, he would come up with uh, creative ways to punish me. So like one day we're at the grocery store, and he tells me to be outside in 10 minutes. And uh, 45 minutes later, I walk outside, and he is, he's gone. He's just gone. His car's not in the parking spot. But then I realized he's actually at the edge of the parking lot. He's been like keeping the car running. So it's really kind of more of a psych out situation and so i jog over the car and then right as i'm about to get to the car he then uh pulls away 60 feet you know that fun game right he does that and then uh he does that uh several more times uh so my punishment was interval training i guess is what happened anyway i caught the car on the sixth time and it was locked it was locked but uh i caught it and uh anyway so he has dementia now so fuck him um <laughs> You know what? And none of these new jokes are good. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm dating in my thirties and I don't know if anybody else dated women in San Francisco, uh, in their thirties, but they all are like Ivy league graduates. They're all like incredibly smart people. And so you have to be a very smart person to date them. And I, am not at all i'm not i'm like crossword puzzle smart is probably i can help you out with sudoku that's really where 
that's where my level of intelligence is. And so I've just been faking it most of the time. I've just been like, yeah, I'm into crypto, you know, because that's you got to be in, into crypto. And that is, uh, I don't know, I'm just going to read. If you don't know what crypto is, it doesn't have a very uh, specific definition. It's encrypted data string that denotes a unit of currency. It's monitored and organized, thank you, uh, by a peer-to-peer -peer network. It's called a blockchain. If you don't know, and uh, it serves as a secure ledger of transactions. Yeah, and I don't know what any of those words mean. So, separate or together, honestly, I don't know. So I lost a lot of money. I lost so much money, and I'm just saying you should get into more traditional financial investments, like selling drugs. Honestly, I'm just gonna go back to weed. Uh, that's it. Thank you. I guess appreciate it. Have a good time. Kelly Evans, I know I'm sorry, my Bitcoin is way down. I check it in the mornings. I'm like, no. Yay, the future is upon us. Um, yay, Kelly Evans, yay. I, I was just sad about the internet, not about you. You're funny and wonderful. Uh, your next comedian, I'm so excited to see him every time he's around. Clap your hands together for Ernest Evangelista. Yay. Yay. Whose ribs are those? I made them for everybody. Everyone can have one. Oh, cool. There's like, what, three left? I hope everyone just had one, but there's You guys want to fight for ribs? <laughs> okay, cool. Um, who wants to fight for Girl Scout cookies? Let's do it. This is what the, they do in the Girl Scouts. Um, so, recently... Uh, Joe Rogan, he got canceled for saying racist things like the N-word. And also, he was saying that the time that he watched the movie Planet of the Apes, it was in a black neighborhood, probably Compton. And he said he was like, it was like he was in the Planet of the Apes. Isn't it ironic, right? Isn't the movie The Planet of the Apes about Joe Rogan? Think about it. A small man named Caesar, right? He's like a monkey man, and then like he takes as uh, he takes DMT, and he's like, I wanna host Fear Factor and watch these monkeys fight. <laughs> okay, am I canceled? Okay. Um, speaking about watching monkeys fight, how do you guys feel about abortion? This guy, I wish he was. Um, okay. Um, so recently, you know it's very hard to get abortion in Texas. And you know who I blame that on? Joe Rogan. Not because of his politics, but ever since Joe Rogan moved to Texas, a lot of douchey celebrities moved to Texas, and it wasn't the right type of celebrity to help you with your abortion. Imagine this celebrity to help you with your abortion. David Blaine, the magician. Think about this. I seen David Blaine take the ace of spades out of his mouth. Imagine what he could do with the embryo. <laughs> and for my next trick, miss, miss, you say you're pregnant? You're pregnant? Check your pockets. <laughs> Check your pockets. Is there, you guys eating snacks? I feel like a substitute teacher. Um, you guys should fight. Like that one substitute teacher, 
you made those kids fight. Um, there was a kid. There's. It was like a mini cute fight club. Like they, like the teacher is like, okay, um, yeah, you, Billy, Malcolm, go fight. Okay. Um, what else want to talk about? Um, recently I watched a video this morning about uh Ukrainian uh gets blasted by Russian forces and that was the name of the porn I watched. Um okay, uh Okay. Um uh, what I wanna leave on. Um who has barbecue sauce? <laughs> or wants to jizz on my rib. Like that one teacher who I this is good for this is a teacher set. That one teacher who jizzed on cupcakes and served it to the class. Be, that uh, they're all real. All real. It's all real. It's very real. Yeah, so Okay guys. Alright guys have a good night. Thank you, Ernest Evangelista, for that TED Talk. That was I learned so much about abortion, and I loved that David Blaine joke, and that was lovely. Thanks, guys, for being here. Bye. Uh, some people just left. Your next comedian, he's been real patient here all night. Put your hands together for a JD. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh... I kicked a pigeon today by accident. I was outside of Pete's Coffee and I was walking by. But this lady that was sitting outside gave me shit for it. She was like, hey, what if that was somebody's baby? And I was like, listen, if a baby's eating napkins on the sidewalk, I think that's first aid. I'm kicking it. Uh, yeah. That's the only normal joke I'm doing tonight. Uh, <laughs> this set's going to be about cancer. It's just my experience with cancer. I'm not just making light of it. I'm making light of my situation. And if you do feel like you ever want to get offended by these jokes, just do like an actual cancer patient. Just be too tired to be offended, okay? All right, here we go. Uh, white people, when they get can like they go through chemo, they actually like like they go to the future. That's what they look like. They look like like aliens from the future, right? Yeah. And then like everybody else just looks like you got sent like back in time, right? I just look like Gandhi when I was going through chemo. I was like super frail stopped eating wearing like hospital rags and like sleeping with underage girls <laughs> i was underage it's okay guys it was my make-a-wish it's all good um but also uh it was weird because I, I didn't actually know what chemotherapy was like i didn't know like that they just shot you up with drugs i just thought they like shaved your head and like shot you with la lasers and that was like chemotherapy do you know how like terrifying it is learning what actual chemotherapy is like while you're failing chemistry. It just sounds like the most specific punishment ever. It's like, holy shit, what are you gonna do to me? They're like, we're gonna inject you with cyclophosphamide and doxorubicin four times over the course of the next few weeks. I'm like, is it gonna be, is it gonna make me feel better? They're like, no, it's gonna be incredibly uncomfortable. It's like, that's because you're gonna put in a Bunsen burner, right? That's why, like I didn't study for class. Shit, I, that, didn't, that didn't work, but it's all good. Having fun. Talking about chemo, uh, yeah, I, I, I legit like I think chemotherapy is a weird, weird word because like mo when you do therapy, usually you feel good after, right? Right. There's a lot of people in like tenderloin doing th chemotherapy right now, for sure. But uh, I think there's a better word for chemotherapy for like what it actually does. I think you should just call it the vomit comet, right? Or like 
puke nuke if you're doing radiation therapy. You guys don't get that. You need more cancer patients in here. Jesus Christ. Uh, I also think that um, I like. I was really confused about the treatment because also like I I didn't know understand like all the different parts of it. So like my my treatment consisted of like oral medication, uh, spinal taps, and like uh, injected like chemo, right? Like chemical drugs, right? Or like the way I like to think about it, pills, drills, and toxic spills. Name my it's the name of my mixtape, guys. I'm gonna make EDM music, EDM music, you know, especially drained music. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like the beat's just gonna be like a nurse blowing me, right? It'd be like beep, 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 and then I'm gonna just pass it fucking out. I gotta work on that one. I think I think that was fun. Pills, drills, and toxic spills. Yeah, fun times, good times, good times. Um, yeah, what else? You know, I'm, I'm going to just save the rest of this shit because I feel like I brought the mood down so much right now. <laughs> Talk about chemotherapy. All right, you guys have been fun. Have a nice night. JD. Hey, all right. You're a nice comedian. Super funny guy runs Hometown Heroes, I believe. Is that what you run right now? Yeah. Put your hands together, everybody, for Wally Hippolito. Some tall motherfuckers up in here, man. Holy shit. How you guys doing tonight, man? Where are my hip-hop heads? Is this on? Am I good? Where are my hip-hop heads at? Y'all good? Y'all listen to that Donda 2 album? Good, good. Hey, on some real, somebody needs to tell Kanye he needs therapy not to release other shitty albums, you know? Man, I am, uh, what was, what was I going to talk about? Guys, oh, I was watching The Dark Knight the other day, and I realized how similar Kanye and Batman are. You know, he's two billionaires who want to beat up the mentally ill to make the world a better place? That's his shit right there, right? <laughs> that is crazy, man. And, like, a lot like Kanye, um... Batman grew up to see himself become the villain. And that is fucked up, man. That is fucked up. I'm praying for Kanye, though. But uh, speaking of racists, I was, in a, I was in Half Moon Bay the other day. Yeah, anybody else like going there? Yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite spots to go because Half Moon Bay is the Bay Area's own little flavor of Southern racist oasis. That is my shit, man. Like, if you're looking for Jim Crow-style racism... I recommend going a little bit south. It's great, man. Cause I, so I was there. I had a show. Um, I walk up to a, I go to the grocery store beforehand because I'm hungry. I go up to the grocery store. I see a white truck pulling up behind me. Hear the window goes down. All of a, all of a sudden, dude yells, go back to your country, fucking Mexican. I'm aghast. I'm fucking Filipino. <laughs> but he doesn't know that. And a lit... As my savior, this angel, lady pulls up in front of him, runs up his ass. He's obviously a fucking Asian, you idiot. <laughs> now I'm more, now I'm aghast and impressed. Because not only has this lady managed to sound more racist than the dude, she's defended my honor as well. I love that lady forever. I gotta work on that a little bit. But uh I digress. Um what else did I want to talk about? Oh, uh, you know, mentally, I'm not doing too well right now. I've been thinking about checking myself into rehab. Yeah, uh, I'm not addicted to anything. I've just been watching Euphoria this year. That shit is wild, guys. Like, Euphoria is just a dare commercial against parenthood. Am I right? 
If anybody else is watching that shit right now, it is. How do you want kids after that? You know what I mean? Like, I did not know of the crazy shit going on in the suburbs prior to this show. Like, suburban children are a menace to our society right now. We got to eradicate them. Like, because, you know why? Because they have too much time on their hands to start overthinking shit, and all of a sudden they're on crank and start shooting up Batman premieres. That's a little callback. <laughs> but, um... I, I need to raise my kid. After watching this show, I know now I need to raise my kids in the city. Because if you get shot or stabbed, that's just being in Hunter's Point. You call that, that's, you charge that to the game. But I'll be fucking damned if a fucking, I'll be damned if my own son or daughter talks mad shit to me and then ODs on my floor. You did not earn the right to overdose on my $2.4 million micro apartment. If anybody's gonna do that, it's gonna be me after I find your ketamine stash. You know what I mean? All right, guys, I'm Marley Hippolito, and that's my time. Dead arm is nasty. Yay! He charged that to the game. <laughs> I'm like, he's so gangster. That was lovely. All right, keep it. We're gonna keep it going. Your next comedian, Jonathan Light. Yay! Nigga almost grabbed the wrong mic. What's going on, y'all? Normally this set is to pander to women, but I gotta work on this because I got a show coming up and I'm gonna use it. So listen, check this out. As men, you know what I'm starting to learn. The older I get as a man, is that we're really living at the mercy of women. You know what I mean? The only balance of power we have is the threat that we can, like, beat them up at any given time. Like, I don't suggest that, but that's literally the only thing holding our egos together. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's funny, too, when guys get ego checks. Like, a lot of guys like to say uh, they always want threesomes from their women, right? Every guy's like, man, if I could just have a threesome, it'd be super cool. Rock two girls world, you know? And they always say, but my chick would never have it, man. I think she'd get jealous, you know? And what I've come to learn is as you're getting older, it's not that she's jealous. She doesn't want to have secondhand embarrassment. You know what I mean? Because, like, as dudes, we are super physical. So, like, we fall in love as soon as we hit the pussy. All she has to do is not make us look stupid. And we're like, okay, I'll pay for whatever. I'll do, I'll do anything. Okay? She actually has to like you to even give it to you. You think it's you. I laid down the game that day. Yeah, I was the game that day. And she's like, I really like the way he wears his hair. You know, he kind of does his own thing. I'll give him some pussy. I'll give him some pussy. But she can't have, like, two sets of friend groups knowing that her boyfriend can't fuck. She's like, look, we already make fun of you in my group chat, okay? I don't know what she's got going on. If me and her ever fall out now, it's all over the internet. My mom already doesn't like you. That's just going to add to the pile of shit she's going to bring up, okay? It's not necessary, all right? Yeah. It's just funny, too. Uh, like, uh, women are super smart, too. Like, as a dude, I used to always think, like, I, like every guy in here thinks it, right? Why do women ask stupid-ass questions? Right? Come on. It's okay. We're in San Francisco. I know, but don't be scared. It's just us here. You know what I mean? Why do women ask stupid questions? And I remember one time, this is when it hit me. This is the first time I had the epiphany that, oh, my God, I've been living at the mercy of these women my whole life. This woman I was dating, she said, babe, would you ever drink out of a toilet bowl? And I said, now, why the fuck would I do that? Right? And she said, well, if the world ever ended, that would be like one of our main clean sources of water. And that's why I'm always on you about cleaning the toilet bowl. And I was like, mm, you sneaky son of a bitch. And you see, you can call him bitch if you put son of a bitch in there. Then it's like a gender neutral thing. Like, am I really being like sexist here? <laughs> Called her a son first. Come on now. I'm trying to be right. But yeah. And I said, well, God damn it. You got me, you know. 
And I said, but you know, I still don't think I'm going to be able to drink out of that toilet, love. And she said, well, why not? And I said, well, you know, Dan, we have neighbors who stand in an apartment block. I said, you know, we have Dan and neighbors, his family. I said, we could just kill them and drink all of their water. And then um, we still wouldn't have to drink out of the toilet bowl. And being a woman, being the diplomatic person she was, she said, well, what if we just, you know, came together with them and, and offered something, something that worked out? Maybe we could offer a trade. And I said, well, what the fuck we got to trade other than toilet water? Okay. I said, this is where the man comes in at. This is where the violence, where we get violent for no reason, no negotiations, you know? I'm going to drown Dan. When the kid comes in to say, daddy, daddy, I'm going to get him. The mom's going to be distraught. She's going to be easy target. And now we have a week's worth of water. And she said, what happens when you run out of Dan's water? I said, doesn't Bill live next door to Dan? Doesn't he also have a family? And she said, well, you know, you can't do that forever because then everybody's going to run out of water. I said, but then again, the human body is 70% water. So I said, if we get enough heat concentrated in this motherfucker, we'll be in business for another month. At least enough time to move on to another apartment complex, you know? Uh, yeah, I'm working on that one for a set. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. My name is Jonathan Light. Jonathan Light, everyone. Hooray. Yay. All right. You're, yeah, eat some cookies. There's the Girl Scout cookies. Absolutely. Uh, your next comedian, put your hands together. It's John Alcabez. What's up, you guys? Um, I, I was thinking about how much I love bars and like, just cause they're so unique as a place. Cause it's like the only place that you can get kicked out of for buying too much of the thing that they sell. <laughs> the only thing they sell. If you have too much of it, you have to leave. If like, you'll never get kicked out of a crate and barrel for buying too many throw pillows, you know, but drunk people are so annoying that they override the rules of the free market. And it's pretty cool. It's also fun when, like, you're at some bougie-ass bar and someone's specifically... Someone's getting cut off specifically with the phrase, you've been overserved. Because it's like, yeah, you've been overserved for, for, like, a while, dog. You know? Been overserved for 28 years, biatch. You know? How do we feel about biatch, by the way? Can we? Can I bring back biatch? Can, I, can we build back better biatch? Do you think? Because... Because I, my sister told me to stop saying bitch on stage, and I was like, well, I don't mean it in a sexist way. And she was like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, you know, I guess I mean biatch. I think biatch is what's in my heart. So that's what I'm going to be saying. I don't know. I was thinking about, like, at my middle school, there are these kids that were, like, drink, had brought, bought, like, full bottles of vodka to, like, geometry class and got we all we all had this at our schools like they were just got fucking drunk during first period and they like got kicked out it was a zero tolerance policy and i think that's disappointing i think it's like like i think that's a chance to teach kids about like responsible drinking in moderation like you don't need to get fucked up during first period geometry like have one drink you know mix yourself a little something then pace yourself you know another drink during math i think I think, yeah, anyway, um, let's see, I, uh, this is, this is, this is intimate, but fuck it, I, um, I've been thinking a lot about, like, gender and stuff, and just, like, my gender and shit, like, I don't know, I've had a lot of, I've had several friends that have, that have, like, transitioned in the last couple years, and, like, a cousin, and I, sometimes, I'll, I'm gonna tell you something, sometimes I'll get really high, and I'll, I'll look in the mirror and be like, are, am I a woman, and then, for a second, but then I'm like, no. 
And I'm like, for sure not. So, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I, I don't know. Some people might think that means something. But I, I really don't, because I, I know, like, I've, <laughs> I don't think so. Because it's like, I don't know, I'll think about, like, do I want to fucking put on makeup? And it's like, no, I want to watch TV and hang out. You know what I think I want? I, this is genuinely what I think I want, is I want to be able to fuck ladies but have it be gay. That's what I want more than anything. Um, I want to fuck ladies and have it be gay. Let's see. Um, uh, Y'all like crypto? We're back. It's due time again. Um, you guys like to fucking play with cryptocurrency? That shit's... I feel like, yeah. I feel like crypto is, is kind of like porn. Because, like, you know, like, dudes... It's mostly for dudes, if we're being honest. And, like... <laughs> You don't want to be like a crypto guy, and you, like we've we've all dabbled with both, but you just don't want that to be like your thing, you know. And then also just like, if I don't know, crypt, both with both crypto and porn, like at first you kind of like you're clicking around, having a good time, and then at, after a certain point you're like, I don't even know what I'm looking at anymore. Yeah. What is this? All right, you guys, that's been my time. Thank you. John Alcabez, I am going to imagine you looking into the mirror. <laughs> your next comedian, so funny, so wonderful. Clap your hands together, everybody, for John Gallagher, yay! That's exactly what we've done. But you'll fail, and you'll all die, if we die. The next and, um, generation will... Oh, man. <laughs> Alcabez made me laugh. That was fun. Uh, guys, I, uh, I live with my uh, girlfriend, and uh, it's been it's been nice. We're in love, and that's cool. Uh, but sometimes we get into arguments. And she says, like, you know, you uh, yeah. Sometimes I think you don't trust me, and I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, that's that's reasonable, right? Because we get into arguments, and I'm like, well, so what? Do you, what makes you? She's like, why don't you trust me? I'm like, well, I'll give you an example, right? Like, people in love, you know, if you ever been in love before, you know, you you lie to the person you love. All the time, right? Don't you know? You're like, you're not completely honest with them. That's psychotic, right? And the other day, that's insane. That's a fucking insane thing to do. It's like, yeah, I love you and I'm protecting you. Like, what the fuck? No. Uh, and then so she, I was like, well, here's, give me, let me give you an example, right? You unironically said, uh, hey, you know what? You look really cool in a fedora. <laughs> I was like, you don't say that to people you love? What the fuck? You don't say, I can't trust people that say things like that. It's like, I'm already fat hat guy. Now you want me to look like a fucking Indiana Jones henchman? Like, what the? <laughs> it's, it's like this, <laughs> this look, this look isn't, this look isn't bad enough. I need a, I need a purple feather in that, in that thing. I need to suck off fat Indiana Jones, Indiana scones. That's what I need. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, come on, you like it. You like it, Spencer. Listen to you. I uh I was like so everybody's talking about kids stuff uh like what you were, we were like when we were kids and uh, I was thinking about this me and my friends used to just uh we, we were from Nevada so we used to learn about the Donner Party and like how all the people starved and like you know they froze and ate each other and so after we learned that we had a whole strategy about what we do with each other's bodies if we were gonna freeze and die <laughs> anybody, anybody else do shit like this it's like insane so but I remember like specifically it was like well I'm fat it's like so I'm gonna get eaten it's like duh I'm fat guy so you know I don't want to be hungry so yeah eat me that's fine right and then one of my other friends was uncoordinated not good anything so we're like here what we'll do is we'll freeze your body and then we'll use you as a sled to ride down the hill your your frozen dead body 
and we'll ride you down the hill. And we're there's everybody's like, yeah, this is the thing we do. It's like, yeah, this is fucking what a horrible thing to think about. I'm like, this kind of shapes my reality, you know? The other thing, too, is I remembered specifically uh, we made fun of my friend's OCD so bad he started crying, and we just thought it was fucking hilarious. We're like, oh, yeah, Wes is going to be here in 30 minutes. got to touch all the shit in his room for three hours, you know, or like or whatever. He had to touch everything all the time. And we also made fun of him because he wanted to ride a motorcycle, and in front of him, because he was so uncoordinated, we started taking bets on how he would crash and die. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking just bullying. It's bullying shit, but it's also funny. And the thing is this, he crashed the next day. <laughs> he didn't die, but, you know, we got to pay pay each other our met, like our money in front of him. It's like, yeah, fucking I knew pole, intersection. Yeah, this is a, the secret working for us, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. Yeah, it's <laughs> Judging by your response, maybe, but the rest the room, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Probably not, but thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, uh, one other thing. Oh, my girlfriend uh, what's it? saw me drinking Bullet, and she's like, you can't drink Bullet uh, because it's a homophobic brand. Did you guys know that? So, yeah, yeah, so Bullet, like the founder of Bullet Whiskey, uh, apparently disowned his lesbian daughter, and she's like, you can't drink that. And I was like, okay, fine. Show me the non-homophobic whiskey. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, I'll drink that. Just show me that shit. It's like, you know, something tells me a lot of those guys in Kentucky putting shit in barrels, inventing NASCAR, aren't, don't like same-sex stuff. You know what I mean? And then I was like, she said that, and I was like, well, I don't know if you heard about Russia, because she was drinking a vodka soda. I was like, I have you ever heard about Russia before either. Uh, they also really don't like gay people. Elfine. <laughs> Joe Gallagher, yay! Um, that was rough for me. I laughed so hard I almost peed my pants a little. I'm gonna have to go potty during your next comedian set. Um, hey, clap your hands. Why? I don't know why. I've been smoking. A, this is my last sober day, everybody. Just so you know, I'll be much less high. I think from that one. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Dan Britton. I was hoping that I would. I was hoping I wouldn't be the guy that she has to pee during his set. I was hoping it wouldn't be me. Okay. That's a funky Russian roulette game we got going on in here. I've, uh, I myself, some of you guys don't know me, I haven't met you yet. My name's Dan. Um, I've been sober for about three years now. Yeah, thanks, y'all. Hey. Hey, fuck yeah, I appreciate that. I still go out with my buddies, though. And, like, whenever they go drinking, they always try to get me, like, yo, Dan, take a shot, take a shot. And I'm just like, nah. And then... Sooner or later, one of them will drop this. They'll just be like, I love Dan. I love Dan, but he's a pussy. He's a fucking pussy. Like, meaning a coward. And I think that there's just an irony in that, you know? Like, Dan is such a coward. He won't run away from his problems, you know? <laughs> he's such a pussy he won't drown his sorrows in hard liquor look at dan facing life clear-headed like a bitch <laughs> a few years ago i took a, a family vacation to montana meaning i went to montana alone to get a vacation from my family and while i was there uh no i'm just kidding <laughs> My, uh, my family came with me, and while we were there, we were standing 
in a valley looking at some buffalo and my uncle who was there with me he put his hands on my shoulder and he said dan smell that fresh air turns out he had just farted coincidentally a pack of buffalo just died 20 yards away from us while we were there we went hiking in yellowstone and my cousin who was there with her new boyfriend unfortunately caught a terrible yeast infection without proper medical attention her only hope was to stand on top of an active geyser All right, all right. I didn't like that joke either. Okay. Uh, my therapist seems to think that I'm not really ready, or he seems to think that I have commitment issues. Um, more than likely, it's because I flake on half of our sessions without telling him anything beforehand. But yeah, man, I've been trying to get out there and trying to like establish myself with people, you know, try to show people who I am. So I downloaded a dating app. This girl messaged me, tried to start this conversation by saying like, hey, how was your pandemic? Like it was a fucking trip to Boston or something. How was my pandemic? The world economy almost collapsed. The 900,000 Americans died. It was great. How's my pandemic? Ongoing, bitch. How does that work for you? I had another girl recently, you know, Give me the hook, meaning, not like this, she uh, broke up with me. You ever had somebody break up with you in a way that makes you think that you're meant to be together forever? <laughs> the way that she did it, it was just so fantastic. She was just like, Dan, I think you're a great guy. I respect the hell out of you. I just don't really feel a connection. And I was like, oh my God, honesty and direct communication together at long last. <laughs> I think you're what I've been looking for all along. Wally liked that joke more than you guys did. I've been looking for answers, man. I just, I know that it's not going to come from retired Navy SEALs who become YouTube influencers all of a sudden. Some people prefer Jocko. Some people prefer Goggins. Goggins' whole job is just doing cardio and calling his audience pussies. Like, that's his whole thing. And then these guys just say like ridiculous things. It's like, I haven't had a meal since 2003 because I've been so obsessed with chasing my dreams. Like, like, why would you do that to yourself? Is that even healthy? You don't get it, bro. I'm chasing my dreams. What's your dream, starvation? You're a douchebag. Jocko has this, he wrote a book called Extreme Ownership where he says, no matter what happens in life, no matter what, you take personal responsibility for it. You own up and you take personal responsibility. That means if tomorrow somebody in Saudi Arabia decapitates somebody because they're homosexual, Jocko Willink is going to be sitting in his living room like, that's on me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Over me. Dan Britton, everyone. Yeah. All right, we've got a few comedians left. You've all been very patient. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Mike Evans Jr. Yay! I'm lost, brother. Can you help me? Can you help me, brother? Please. Oh man, single sex is weird now. I don't really know. I don't really know how to flirt with girls in 2022 right now. It's strange. Like a lot of girls like to get choked and like rough sex in bed, but it's like I don't know how to text that. You know what I mean? I can't be like, hey, you want to get choked? You know what I mean? It's like, 
Because I, I don't know, they like being they like when I call them daddy, they like being slapped in the ass. But like we're also still pretty deep in the Me Too movement, right? So it's like, what the fuck? What is okay to say? What's not okay to say? Sometimes I'm hooking up with like the the most woke girl in the world, and in the bedroom, she likes me to call her a bitch, and I don't want to do it. <sighs> I don't know. I'm trying to figure out too. Like a lot of girls right now are trying to like. Trying to fuck me in the ass with a, uh, with a, what's it called? A strap-on, strap-on, right? And the thing is, I'm not trying to sound homophobic, right? But every time I try to defend myself of why I don't want it to happen, I sound homophobic. Like, there's not a, a, an argument that men could make because girls are like, well, you know, your G-spot is like deep in your ass, right? I'm like, it's cool. She's like, well, why won't you let me do it? And I'm like, because I think it'll make me uncomfortable. And they're like, no, that, you sound homophobic. It's like, no, I just... I don't, I just don't want it, okay? I don't want it there. Like, would you let me, can I fuck your nose? She's like, what? No. I'm like, what, you don't want my black semen in your nose? She's like, no, I just don't think it'll fit. I was like, no, that's what I was trying to say. Next joke. Um, what else is going on? Uh, is it really bad to litter? Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I... And anything horrible happens, like I've never, anytime I've seen a commercial with like a duck drowning in oil, I'm never like, oh, that's my Sprite can right there. Like I'm not, like that's the cereal number I was drinking yesterday. Now I know that it's hurting people. Like I don't, shit happening in Russia. I woke up this morning and I freaked the fuck out because I watched Democracy Now!, which I should never do before going to work. Yeah, I did. Oh my God, right? And so I thought to myself, as I was littering, I was like, is this really affecting Ukraine? Me throwing this chili can on the floor. <laughs> Does it affect them? I don't know. Um, right. Also feel weird about sending nudes. I uh, still don't know the right angle to send a picture of my dick. You know, or like what girls like. Like I don't know, because girls, girls send nudes, it doesn't matter what angle, it doesn't matter how far they are from the mirror or if they're like this or like this, it's it's fun. It's a good time. But for me, I'm like, do I put water on my dick or like what angle? Like normally when girls ask me like, hey, can you send me a dick pic? I look up good dick pics on Google and just send it to them because I never have ever experienced a girl seeing my dick for the first time and been like, this isn't you. That's never happened. Girls will never do that. So I, you know, in case. <laughs> In case some of you guys are here worried about that tonight, just send them a random dick. That's, that's what I say. And just insert your face if you want. Or Mike Bonds' face. Sometimes I do that. <laughs> Sometimes I take pictures of Mike Bonds who's in the shower. I'm kidding. I just got real personal. My bad. I just wanted to make you laugh personally. Appreciate it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's a weird way to end this set. I'm going to substitute teacher now. I uh, graduated. From uh, from being a para to now I'm a sub, which I am. I don't have any jokes about it yet, but I'm excited because I feel like it's a new world of material that's gonna happen eventually. So that's that's what I'm hoping for. Really bad. I walk in every day and tell them I truly could care less about their education. That's <laughs> that's why I want to be a sub. The principal was like, "Why do you want to be a sub?" Because I don't care. That's why. That's why. But all right, y'all. My name is Mike. Have a good one. Yay!
Mike Bonds ever. I mean, Mike, Mike Evans Jr., everyone. I'm sorry. It's because he said you, and then you're in here, and that's all crazy. All right, your next comedian. He's on Hates Debates every week, and he's so funny. Uh, put your hands together, everyone, for Spencer Devine. Check. See, I worked it into my set. It's all seamless. Uh, I want a t-shirt that just says the word no real big. So when anyone walks up to me and they got that posture of I'm going to ask you for shit. No, it's just one finger point away. I don't have to explain five times that yes, I have changed and I'm not giving it to you. I, I need it. You know a lot of change equals up to a sandwich? When you're poor and hungry, I just translated all costs to sandwich. How many sandwiches it's worth is like, Oh, man, I really could use a new battery in the Chevy. But goddamn, that's like 40 sandwiches. Or like 20 nice sandwiches. Everything's fucking expensive. <laughs> Sharks can't stop moving or they'll die. I think if the battery people had gone with an Energizer shark... Who really could have gotten a lot more. Like, I'm not that impressed by an animal that can play the drums. I, you know, oh, well, you got two batteries for me? Oh, an animal that can provide the same as the drawer underneath my sink. And that drawer has rubber bands, too. It's multi-purpose. I don't know if any of you have ever been a fat person like me. Um... But when you have friends, they try and support you. They want to defend you when people call you fat. And they'll be like, no, he's not fat. He's just big boned. It's like a kitschy thing that he, you're like, oh, he's not fat. He's just big boned. Oh, hey, he's not fat. He's just big boned, you guys. I checked. <laughs> you know, but that's actually the worst thing that you can say about a fat person. It's very insulting. Because uh, that just means that is not going to get better. That's their skeleton. <laughs> Ew, I can work out as much as I want. I'm just a bulbous bone monster with a thin layer of skin. You think people go to the Natural History Museum and they're like, man... Dinosaurs were fat as shit. These are the biggest bones I've ever seen. <laughs> um, so I've been trying to lose weight. Um, so I've been counting my steps, and I have to take at least 10,000 steps every day. And it makes me think, oh, people in AA really need to commit, you know? <laughs> Oh, you can't do 12? 
<laughs> oh, you tired after 12? Sit down on the couch. Smoke some meth. Uh, last, I'll leave on this. Um, <laughs> they say business is a dog-eat-dog -dog world. But it's also a dog-eats-its-own-asshole world. So I don't know if I'm going to go into business. Thank you. That's been my time. Spencer Divine, everyone. Hooray. I didn't know it was season for these Yeah, right? Eat Girl Scout cookies. Aren't they exciting? The Thin Mints are back. The Samoas are my favorite. I make, um when the Girl Scout cookies come out, I make the same recipes but with weed in them. So it'll be really fun. Uh, there's two comedians left right now. Just stick around. But in your next one, put your hands together for Mike Bond. Yes. You guys, um, I just wanted to take time out to uh, to give thanks and, and, and a lot of love to someone very special in this room, Pam Benjamin, because she is like literally like the staple of comedy. I want everybody to stand up and just give her a hand straight up, man. She keeps us, she keeps this place running. She keeps us in it and she's a dope individual. So we love you, Pam. Thank you. And also, she makes a hell of a damn rib, too, for a white woman. I'm just saying. Damn it. Anyway, guys, I just wanted to get that out the way, first of all. Uh, I've been riding the bus a lot lately. Anybody take the bus, you know? And it's crazy because I don't, I'm not against handicapped people, and I love them, you know? But it just does something to me when I'm running late and the bus pulls up and the handicapped person has to get on with the wheelchair. I, am I the only one? I don't know, man. I'm just like, fuck, not today. Seriously? You know what I'm saying? I want to get out there and help this person get on the bus and everything. But if I'm running later, I got to go take a piss or something like that. I'm just like, fuck, do we got to do this right now? Shit. Wait, he's back in his he's back in his wheelchair up. He's back in it. He's using his feet. Come on, man. You can stand up. Shit. Anyway, that was my four-minute rant. Oh shit. Um Yeah, I ran into somebody the other day. You guys ever run into somebody that spits when they talk? And that's the most annoying thing. Are you, are you a spitter, man? I don't know, you know. <laughs> you know, I know, right? He's like, it depends, right? But you ever run into somebody that spits when they I ran into my boy the other day. And he just had to tell me this great story, like two feet away from my face. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, the goddamn story ain't that good, man. What the fuck? Mike, I got to tell you this. And then as he's talking, one little piece of spit just landed right on my nose. And we both just looked at each other. We had a moment like, you didn't see that shit, motherfucker, you know? And then he kept talking and shit like it shouldn't shit happen. You know what I'm saying? I had to, yo, hey, hey, whoa, 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 the story ain't that good, first of all. Second of all, you just spit a big loogie on my fucking nose. Did you know you a spitter? You know, and then and then the first part about it is he had a fucking face mask just like I got on his chin. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, that's what the face mask is used for, goddammit. If you know you spit when you talk, you shouldn't be getting that close to people, right? And they always like to get close up to you because the story's just that fucking good. You know? Anyway, that was my rant. That was my rant. I got one more rant, actually, man. I got a buddy that uh, loves sriracha sauce. Any of you people with sriracha sauce lovers in here? Yeah, you seem kind of weird. I can tell. I was going to peg you for a sriracha sauce lover. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You guys are from another planet. What is it with that shit, man? You know? You either like it or you love it. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck, man? I'm saying, I go over to my buddy's house, man, and he's got, he's like infatuated with sriracha sauce. I don't know. I think he had a sriracha sauce traumatization or something like that. You know what I'm saying? You go over to his house, this motherfucker's got sriracha sauce jewelry, sriracha sauce t-shirts, 
them little tiny-ass bottles of sriracha sauce they keep around their neck. You know what I'm talking about? That bullshit, you know? So the other day I was over there, and uh, I go in this bathroom, and I seen a bottle of sriracha sauce in this bathroom, you know, which leads me to believe it's okay to jack off with sriracha sauce. I mean, is it okay? Do you jack off with sriracha sauce? Okay. Just checking, man. Just checking. And last but not least, this motherfucker had the nerve, the audacity to invite me to a sriracha sauce convention in San Diego. Like, what the fuck, man? You know what I'm saying? Like, you guys get together and praise this shit? What's going on? You look like you've been there before, right? He's okay. But, okay, I know, right? You hear about this kind of shit, but you don't think they exist. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Is it like a giant sriracha sauce everybody just sings kumbaya around or something? I don't know, man. The fuck, man? And last, I'm going to end on this because I see there's a lot of white people in the room tonight. It's Black History Month. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So... If any time you can capitalize off of white guilt, capitalize off that shit. Because I'm capitalizing off of it tonight. I'm getting a ride to the next mic. I'm just playing with y'all. Hey, y'all, Mike Bonds. That's been my time. I'm going to take this Mike last Bonds. This is Black History Month. Everybody celebrate Black History Month for one for a couple more hours. Yay. Uh, all right. I have just a few. I have like two things I'm working on right now. So clap for me. Yay. So people keep telling me that I should date age-appropriate guys. But I identify as a 14-year-old boy. So riddle that one, Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Neither of us have periods. That's... I have the libido of a 14-year-old boy. I also smell like a 14-year-old boy. Like pastrami and corn chips. I don't know why I eat neither of these things. It's menopause, you guys. Double, double, toil and trouble, cauldron burn and cauldron bubble. I didn't know Shakespeare was talking about menopause. Like, I am so hot in my crotch pot at night. I can can put an egg in there, and then in the morning, it's (laughs) soft-boiled. I can leave it in until lunch and pull it out, make a deviled egg. Gotta add a little mayonnaise, you know what I mean? No, it's been, I'm, I am, I am so embarrassed, but I feel like we're friends, so I'm gonna have to tell you. I watch trash TV. The TV I've been watching is a trash fire, and I'm fucking dancing around, and I'm like, woo, love is blind. Anyone else watching the trash that is, you haven't seen it, it's, Okay, so the American version, absolute, disgusting, horrific, terrible. The Japanese version, however, oh my God, romance still exists. Do you know about Japan? So I finally get it. Like all white guys have like an Asian girl fetish or whatever, right? Yeah, I'm just wondering if the opposite is true. I'm like, do Asian guys like white women? Because somebody get me a plane ticket to Japan. Like, they're writing letters to each other. There's bunnies and rose petals, and they're like talking to it, listening. And I, I'm, romance isn't dead. Where? What is happening in Japan? Nobody else. It's, I, seriously, I was weeping. This, there's, I have. I maybe I should seek therapy because I was weeping this morning watching love is blind japan i'm just like they're getting mad they're listening to the open community 
Unidisu. Arigato gozaimasu. Like, I am, I will learn. What do I have to do? Get me to Japan. I've got, these guys are cute. Did you know that Keanu Reeves is half Japanese? Oh, I feel like I'm going to become an anime and there's going to be like a little thing over here that like shows up and my eyes go, waka, waka. No. Okay, does nobody else watch anime? I'm the only Rama. If you, does anyone know about Rama One Half? It's an eighties anime from Japan and it's about a boy that when he gets in water he turns into a girl. It's like the first trans cartoon. Yeah, it's it's Rama and his girl his girlfriend is turns into a cat and his dad turns into a panda. Anyways, it's great. <laughs> I'm just saying I might be moving to Japan, everyone. I <laughs> Rose petals, romance, letter. They're like writing poems to each other. I'm like, you wrote a poem. I'm weeping. Okay. They're, they're bowing. They're <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just sitting with my cats just like, I'm so, I'm, you know, and whatever. Being lonely is fun. Uh, it's uh, my, the, here, how about this? Oh, this is my other thing I was going to say because this is real. I don't know why, I don't usually, I have jokes about not shaving, but I actually did shave, and now this is a problem. Like, I shaved my butthole, and it stings when I poop. Like, I don't, I don't know what, why? Why do girls have to, what is the purpose? And it's not the poo, it's the, when the pee washes down the back, and then it hits the butthole. Ouch! What is that? Why do we have to do this? Does this happen to guys? Do you shave your butthole? See? Why? I mean, I didn't mean to. I just sort of started shaving, and then it becomes a slippery slope. Like, once you start, you're like, oh, well, I better get, well, it's, uh, I should get the, and you just keep going. Well, and I started from the back, and I was going up the, the front, and the problem was that I, I, I was like, oh, crap, there's a, there was a bald spot in my pubic hair. Didn't notice that ever. That's <laughs> crawling down my legs, no problem. But, like, on the puss itself, there's a bald spot, like, next to the shock of, care like rogue like that's where i get all my power from my fucking rogue silver hair <laughs> it's gone now i shaved it off uh yeah you're welcome nobody no one's gonna see it just the cats <laughs> they're like meow what happened to it okay i'm done talking thank you guys yay Fucked up as he had me laughing. God, you seen how he was laid out in the grass with dirt in his mouth. Slim woke him up, told him he wild out. Blood leaking from his teeth, he smiled like he done doubt. Big bolo stacking his shit, financed the Volvo. He copping shit from a small coffee shop in Soho. He still pussy.
Mighty Haven. What better way to start than with the beautiful Richie Haven? Bye. 